I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show prep? This could be a while. Cut face smash. Bad parenting podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 82 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And fall has all of a sudden fallen. Like, yeah. just literally, this is the last... Like, Everybody like, keeps saying that, but I, I, it's not true. No, I know. I mean, okay, let me... It got I, cold. It I, rained. I, I know. Well, I know, but I, I know that it's going to swing back because we always do this in September. It swings back and gets hot mm-hmm. as balls for a little bit, and then it comes back again. But it's just the... It seems this year that it's a lot colder right now mm-hmm. for this little spell than it normally is. Like, I actually went outside the other day, and my nipples were like, ooh, they got hard. I'm like, oh, man, it is, it's a little brisk out here. <laughs> so. Well, your nipples are not, you know, weather-telling devices. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but you would tell me otherwise with, oh, it's so cold in here. But I'm like, oh, look, you're, you know, somebody's happy. Like, no, they're just cold. You, know, you you try to claim otherwise. So, are you saying that you have weather telling devices in your boobs, but I don't? Is that the case? That my I'm, boobs aren't as sensitive as yours and can't tell the weather like yours can? I'm saying cold is relative. That's very true. And nipple ask temperature any, is relative. Ask anybody in my office. Or people from oh. freaking California who come up here in the middle of summer and they're like, Burr. Or the sales guy we have from Northern California, where his first experience up here was um, that really gnarly windstorm we had like four years ago mm-hmm. and of course our office is right at the mouth of the columbia gorge there and so he's outside trying to have a cigarette <laughs> and it's it's the wind's whipping up out there like it does in, in on the east side and literally it's raining sideways and he's like what the fuck is this is this like your normal weather what the, <laughs> jesus and he all he had brought was this light little leather jacket thing like a windbreaker and he's like you're you totally like that um what's that uh i think it's eagles that song uh summer boys of summer Mm-hmm. Or it's not mm-hmm. Eagles, but it's what's his name. Yeah. It was the lead singer from Eagles that did it. I don't. Got, I think. Yeah, so that's about what we're going to get. I mean, as far as, you know, quote unquote musical talent goes. So, yeah. yeah. It's been another busy week. Yep. We've had cheer and birthday parties mm-hmm. and cheer again. And then 
I've been training the guy that's going to replace me on the inside um, when I transitioned to my traveling, roving position. Um, so he's taken over the desk that I currently man. Um, and that's been, it's been great. He's been awesome. But it's just one of those things that when you're trained to train somebody to do your job while you're trying to get your job done, it, it causes, it's like, I need another person for this. So that's been um yeah it's just been busy 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 so things have been busy it's been busy um oh first it was the first week of school for temperance yep and you know i i once again i I was like trying to do, pull that whole like cloudy with a chance of meatballs thing where the guy's like you get back in there tear and he sucks it back in but i couldn't do it and i saw that picture from her teacher i'm like damn it <laughs> <laughs> well i did it on the day i dropped her off yeah so we did the back to school night and then we did the first day of school mm-hmm and then um, I made through the whole thing. Like, I dropped her off. I was feeling good. And then as I'm heading out, I kind of, there's a group of other moms mm-hmm. from our class. So I kind of were like, hey. And, and like, there's two of us that are kind of looking at each other like, we're going to, we're going to break down any second. Yeah, and then it. the other two are like, like doing dances. Uh-huh. And, um, she the the other one i kind of look at her and and i'm kind of like sad face and she goes you too and i just started bawling <laughs> they're in the middle of the parking lot and we had to hug it out oh <laughs> so uh. um it was interesting um but that's that's when i cried yeah. after i dropped her off and everything because she was just so ready like she well, always is. Yeah, well, you know, she, she's just like, I'm she, ready. Just let me go. That's the that's the amazing thing about her is there's no trepidation about this kind of stuff. She's just like, nope, I got this. I can do this. We're good. She didn't even want me to go into the classroom right, with her. Right. I'm like, no, I am I'm going. <laughs> I will be in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a junior in high school. And I'll be in every classroom <laughs> taking pictures. First day of school. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. Now, yeah, so I was bummed out, super bummed because I couldn't. Normally on the first day of school, I take an hour or two off um, just so I can drop her off at school, say, you know, good luck and all that stuff. I don't do it once they get past a certain age, but during like the first two to three years of school, I did it for Ezra. I wanted to do it for temperance. But the first day of her school was the same day that the new guy started. And yeah. I, I'm like, I can't have him sitting there twiddling his thumb for three hours while <laughs> I'm out of the office, so I couldn't do it. So you kept me pictured up and whatnot. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and then, yeah, it's just been a another whirlwind week in cheer. I've made, I, you know, I made some uh, dollar dollar bills, y'all, for my kids for their uh, their fundraising efforts. They had these smelly pens and smelly. I, I re- Smens and smensels. I refuse. There's the scented pens and scented pencils. I'm not going <laughs> to call them that ridiculous fucking name. Um, I don't either. I only do it to annoy you. <laughs> but, uh. I brought those into the office, and it was like it went down the one, the one we call our sales row, where like all of our salespeople are located mm-hmm. at. And I'm like, I've got a fundraiser. Who wants scented pens? <laughs> and um, they're looking at them, and they're, they're everybody's like sniffing them and making the choices. But I went through almost the actually, I went through almost yeah, you know, like three short shy of an entire case of pens, mm-hmm. over half of a case of pencils. Um, and I still have to bring more back yep. on Monday for uh, you. Cleared almost two cases of pens, right? Just at one, in the yeah. one visit. Anybody so. need smelly pens or yeah. smelly pencils? Yes, because we have some. Yes. Most of what's left are the um. Well, the, uh, the pens we only have mocha left. Mm-hmm. The pe- the pencils we have lots of lo- different flavors, right? Or scents, scents. Yeah, whatever you know. <laughs> They're flavors for your nose. <laughs> <laughs> the only one we're out of is the bubblegum. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't get that one. I did not like the... Oh, um, it was not... I really like the root beer. No, the root beer was good. I mean, it actually smelled like, you know... Yeah, it smells yeah. like root beer. Right. But my favorite out of all of them, and it's just... It's my favorite scent ever for anything scented, was the uh, lemon-lime pencils. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just a really nice, clean citrus smell. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always, you know... I used to... Uh, there's this uh, certain brand of these little scented square things you can get the detail auto detailers by and you throw a few of them under the seat mm-hmm. um car dealerships get them whatnot too um just kind of get any stank out of the car if, if it's smelly and there was this one that was a really nice clean citrus smell and you would have to buy them by the bucket because it's how the detailers bought them but you can get them on amazon for like you know 15 bucks for like a thousand of the goddamn things and i bought you know bought them and Toss them in all my vehicles, and then uh, in the divorce, I lost them. And then after I lost them, they stopped making that scent. I was so pissed. I went back to her, like, I want them back. She's like, I already used them all. I'm like, I would fucking kick your ass again. <laughs> First the house, now this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just been. I, I feel like we haven't really like like it's just we haven't slowed down. No, there's been no stopping. I no. mean, either we're working or we're Running them around at events, or I'm working a double, triple overtime. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, overtime being yeah, a relative term, right? So, um, go, uh, on the birthday front, you know, we talked about how Ezra scored all of his birthday money, mm-hmm. and uh, he responsibly used it, he got his engine, all that. We only because got... he was forced to responsibly well, use yes, it. But yeah, yes. But still, it's a step in the right direction, showing him what responsibly using your cash can do, because he's actually seen the end goal as of today. Um, we got the last few minor tweaks we need to make safety wise so that he can actually get on a bike and ride it and not kill himself. And then we took it over to your dad's house and spent about, I don't know, probably half hour, 45 minutes. Um, with me standing there watching him go <laughs> and then talk about how he almost fell off the back of the seat. And like, you have like six inches before your ass at the end of that. <laughs> I, I get what he's saying. There's something funky about the back of the seat that it kind of droops a little bit, so it feels like you're sliding off even when you're not. But still, it was like that whole over-exaggeration. Like, I got three feet of air that time. Like, you maybe got an inch, right? Um, <laughs> so, but he, yeah, his, his mini bike is up and running. It's all good. Now all I have to do is once the uh, bad weather, like, sets in and he can't ride it outside as much anymore, we'll pull it back in and strip it down to its bare essentials and um, sand it, paint it, and for next spring he'll be ready to get on that thing go pick up some chicks and go cruise around town so if he stops lying oh yeah that <laughs> god damn it had a little bit of a chat with him about it today told him we're gonna you and i are gonna sit down and talk with him once the kids are in bed here you know one of these nights probably tomorrow night um over a piece of gum yep he to my face, like it was nothing, bold face light over a piece of gum, and you finally got him to break because of the, the I think you threatened to sell the mini bike. I threatened, I threatened for it to be mine. Right, yeah. I, th- I threatened that I would be the one riding around on it. Right. I made a similar th- threat today when the kids were being little assholes at the store. Um, I'm, we're sitting there, we're, we're going through the store, and, and, I'm, and all of a sudden, Mother Nature calls, and she's not going to wait, and it wasn't like a quick in and out kind of a deal. So I go, like, and we already had our cart full of stuff, right? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, Ezra, you sit out here with the kids. 
I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do my business. I'm going to come back out. He's like, all right. And as I'm in there, all of a sudden, they start, I mean, they're yelling so loudly at each other that I can hear them clear as a bell in the bathroom, in the back stall. And so I'm sitting around, I get my fucking phone out, and I start texting Ezra. I'm like, what in the actual fuck are you two yelling at each other about? And he replies back something ridiculous about, um, Tempe said I couldn't sing this song, but she was just singing a song, and I was telling her to knock it off. And just, you know, stupid kid bullshit. And I said, you both shut the fuck up right now. And it was actually hilarious because I texted that and I hit send and within about five, five seconds of the message I, hit, cause I heard his phone go ding, and all of a sudden it went quiet I'm like ha ha even in text I got this <laughs> <laughs> and then I went out there and reamed their ass for him I was like what, what, what's going on here well his singing was hurting my ears and blah blah blah, blah. and then he said something stupid I'm like okay but what I'm like oh my god so and then Trent's just back there in the back of the car he's got two ratchets I'm working on tools, Daddy. <laughs> he had made a noise. He was just playing with the ratchets, ratcheting the car, ratcheting his sister. This and that. He kept himself because there wasn't a peep out of him the entire time. He's just, you know, my Which, hub, my I'm hub, sorry, but this is a, is an is a complete and total example of our children. Trent quietly playing with him with his own with doing himself. his own. I was going to say with himself. Well, sometimes that sometimes is true. That true. Um, um, but Trent quietly playing on his own. While Tempe and Ezra duke it out verbally. Yet this morning, Trent wakes up. I go up there and get him. Temperance is nowhere to be found. I'm like, uh. So I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, the windows are all still intact. The front door was locked when I went past it, so she couldn't. Okay. So I just opened the door to Ezra's room, look in there, and they're happily playing like video games or something like that. I'm like, you guys are playing together? And they both look like, uh yeah like it's like some like you know duh. we do this all the time like, play quietly and calmly wait, 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 and nicely you're, together you're, but you're being nice to each other and tempe's like uh-huh and i'm just like don't uh-huh me <laughs> it's this is like a miracle that you two aren't fucking duking it out here maybe it's because they're just freshly you know rested i don't know but um yeah so i had had and then by the time we got to costco and you showed up i was like i said i'm I can't done do it anymore no you're taking her with well you. she uh, no, i I, I hate to say this, but she was being a little cunt. I mean, she from from the get-go when she heard we had to go somewhere, she didn't want anything to do with it. She wanted to stay home with Mommy. Mommy's not going to be home. Well, I'm just going to go with Mommy then. Mo- you can't go with Mommy. <laughs> Mommy's got to work. You're going to come with me. And then I think from that point forward, she made it her life's mission to make the rest of the day suck. Does it make you feel better to know that she was horribly behaved for me too? No. Okay. Because Cause she was a complete no. Total because shit for I, me. I'm I'm I remember this phase with Ezra. It happened a lot sooner with Ezra than it had, did with her. But it's a it's like one of my absolute least favorite phases of childhood, where no matter what amount of rationalization, talking, communication, promising, bribery, threatens you know threatening of death. <laughs> taking their favorite toy and holding a knife to its neck, I'll fucking kill it. None of that. None of that stops the, the when they get this to the stage where they're feel like they are not only are, can assert themselves, but they absolutely must assert themselves and the only their way is the way to go. And that that out and out defiance is something that's always been a hot button for me. And it's just it's ridiculous. Like I Especially when it comes down like this. We we leave the house. I stop off at Dutch Brothers. You know, I was a court low on coffee. I'm like, <laughs> fill me up, please. And then I get um, the kids. They're normal. Apple smoothie. Mm-hmm. Split into two cups. Mm-hmm. And 
she's I got the lady over here from the coffee stand trying to ask me a question or give me money or whatever while well, Tempe's doing that little whiny talk thing that she does where you can't fucking understand her so if I'm like Tempe I can't understand you either you talk normally so that I can and understand you or you shut up but you need to wait until she's done talking to me and so she starts the whole whiny sing song I'm like okay that's it nope if you can't talk you just shut you down boom wait till I'm done dealing with this because they blast the music it's loud mm-hmm. and there's just you know and none of that was with her whiny voice was allowing me to hear anything so I get settled up pay the bill get my coffee get the two smoothies give Trent his and say oh thank you daddy and he's back there just happily sucking away and just <laughs> just enjoying the smoothie and then I hand it to her she's, and we pull out I'm like what were you trying to say to me <sighs> I wanted a chocolate swirl, not a grapple smoothie. I'm like, fine, then give me the fucking smoothie. I'll fucking drink it. She's like, well, no. I'm like, well, then you shut your goddamn mouth because that's not, I just did something nice for you and you're going to be like that? Mm-mm. And so then we went and got um, Ezra's haircut and she calmed down a bit in there. And, and, and then, but it's like that light switch because we get to the haircut place and we get in, I checked it online because I knew we were going to be a little bit of a wait at Dutch Brothers. Um, so we get there. And uh, she, we walk in and she finds a set of Barbie keys. It's like a key with a little key fall on it. And all the different buttons make noise. One makes a car starting sound. You know, the normal shit. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, I'm going to sit in your lap. So she comes in my lap and she's like, watch, I'm going to unlock your car. And she hits a little lock button and goes, droop, droop, and she does it again. She's, and it's like, oh, Tempe's back. Mm-hmm. My sweet little angel daughter. Yes, oh, and I'm loving her. And she's giving me loves. And she's like stroking my beard and all the stuff that she normally does. I'm like, Ah, oh, thank God. It was just a temporary blip in the radar. Nope. As soon as we left Great Clips and I told her she couldn't keep the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so. I know what you mean. We had some blips today mm-hmm. because um, Costco wasn't thrilling enough for her. Right. Well, she'd already been through it once. Right. <laughs> she um, made the sample circuit. She's yeah. done. <laughs> and so that was no fun. And then me and Nana talking, that was no fun. And uh-huh. then me and Nana going clothes shopping was a fun because where's the toys? Right. And, um, you know, she'd, she'd stay, she was bored, so I'd give her something to do. And then she'd say that wasn't good enough. Right. Which I pulled, the, so I, I have not let her, been letting her play with my phone right. at all. Today was an exception. I didn't have anything else for her to do. I felt if she could sit calmly and quietly, that would be fine. So I give her the phone. She plays with it for a few minutes and then decides that the the one and only game I have on my phone isn't good enough. Right. It's boring. Right. So I'm like, well, then, you know, don't use it. She's like, well, can I watch Netflix? I'm like, no, you can't watch Netflix on my phone. You're going to eat all the data. And Is that why we got a text message today? Did she sneak Netflix she, I don't. I don't think so, no. <laughs> I think it was because of just other stuff, because right. I had a lot of multimedia message today. For, gotcha. With a, I have a client that it's coming through as that kind of message. The MMS shouldn't count against data. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. Um, what was I saying? Anyway, so she says that she wants to do Netflix. I say no. And then from then on, I'm just evil mom. Right. Oh, why can't I do I know it works. I know it works on your phone. I'm mm-hmm. like, I know it works on my phone. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? And I'm like, because it eats up all the data and we're almost out. We're at 90%. Yeah. <laughs> and the billing isn't over for another three days. And I'd really just rather not go over. Right. And she's she's like, well, can't you get more? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I can. It costs $15. Do you want to give me $15 out of your birthday money? Well, no. Like, then 
you can't watch Netflix. Right. And, you know, just kind of back and forth over that stuff again, over and over. And it was just ridiculous. And then we're, we're leaving the store and she's like, oh, that was so boring. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now we get to go to one of my stores. <laughs> Not asking. No, I know. Yeah. She just, now we get to do this. I'm like, I had, no, no. If you had been a perfect little angel, I certainly would have walked your happy ass over to that little store right there with all the cutesy stuff. And I would have gotten you something. But no, I don't think so. Right. Well, and then she, well, <laughs> I did something similar and she one up me on it. And I want all, I almost pulled the car over just so I could sit there and just, you know, <laughs> stare, that death stare. So I was going to take him to Mod Pizza because mm-hmm. they fucking love Mod Pizza, as do I. Mm-hmm. $5 for, you know, a smorgasbord of pizza. Yes, hell, you know, let's do this. Um, they're being absolute horrible little turds. I'm like, you know, so I'm like, that's it. Um, we were going to do Mod Pizza. Not now. I said, we'll get you food somewhere else. I don't know where yet. I'm not taking suggestions. We're just going to do whatever. And Ezra was truly bummed. Trent's like, oh, but I want the pineapple pizza. Because <laughs> he, he was so he was bummed too. And then Timmy's like, I didn't want that place anyway. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> fine. I just don't want to feed you anyway. And she kind of looked at me and she's like, Basically, she's calling my bluff like, yeah, whatever, dad. You're not going to feed me. I'm like, just going to fucking. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what was her deal today, but all day today. It was she all was day. Absolute We're witch. headed home and she's in the back of the back seat. I'm hungry. I'm like, we'll be home in just a minute. We're right. going to have dinner as soon as we get home. Dad's already got it done. We just have to get there. Right. But I'm hungry now. I'm like, well, tough tough shit you know yeah. like as soon as we get home we'll have it and i knew she'd just eat like, right it had she'd not been, been snacking all day yeah. and i gave her other snacks too yeah. and she's like well i want you to pull over and get some of the food out of the trunk because we'd been to costco she right. knew there was food no we don't have anything in the trunk that's good for eating you know yeah bonus points for being logical enough to tell right. you you know get me food from the trunk um and she, so just the entire way, I'm starving, I'm hungry, I'm, uh, uh, my stomach hurts because I haven't eaten in so long, you know, like all right. that stuff. And then we get home and she won't eat. Yeah. I just, I wanted to, I wanted to thump her against the wall mm-hmm. when she was sitting there not eating. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I guess you weren't really starving. Well, not to mention you? the fact I made something that she actually truly does like. Yeah. She's always liked chicken pot pies. I know. Always. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, yeah, and um, so yeah, I don't know what her problem was today. I think she woke up too early. She may have. I think Ezra woke up early, and it woke her up early. But all I know, all I know is that if any of this is the precursor to, to what... teenage years? No, to what, like, the periods are going to be like. <laughs> you know, Just if, wait till her and I sync up. No, 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 but here's the thing, though. Straight up, if that's what it's going to be like... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, when Oz locks himself in the cage because he's getting all werewolfy, right? I'm going to have a fucking cage. And it's going to be in a soundproof room. And when it comes to that time of month, I'm just going to lock her ass in there. I'll throw her some scraps of food and chocolate once in a while and just let her snarl and snap and, you know, have a little sanitary section where she can go take care of herself. And then I'll let her out when she's done. And I'm not going to put up with this shit. I am not going to put up with that for a week fucking straight. That or I'm going to go camping. I I suggested that option so you don't sound like a complete and total asshole. Just saying. Yeah, everybody knows it's in jest. But it's just, it's still. it's And you still sound like an asshole. It's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, she was just downright cruel today. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. And, but the thing is, though, I, I, I've i noticed it's on a cycle. Almost, and I don't say a cycle with her, meaning mm-hmm. period, sorry. But 
Because just like two weeks ago, it was Trent that was being mm-hmm. the douchebag dickwad all the fucking time. So I'm wondering, like, if it has to do with, like, their growth patterns mm-hmm. or what's going on. Well, or... Trent must be growing because he put down an immense amount of food today. Yeah. And and had a nap and still went to bed at roughly normal time. Right, yeah. So he... At Costco, we had samples. And he had... The, chick, the the taco sample, he had the enchilada sample, he had the like six samples total. Mm-hmm. Then we sit down at the food court and I get him a hot dog. He eats over half one of the Costco size hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, then he stopped. He couldn't. He didn't really want any more, but it's because he had put sweet relish on it. Mm-hmm. And I tried warning him. I'm like, it's sweet. Like it. I'm like, it's sweet relish, not dill. He still tried it, and I wiped as much of it off as I could, mm-hmm. but it still had that. Just and I yeah. get it. But then Tempe only ate half her pizza. He's like, can I eat your pizza? I'm like, yeah, you can eat your pizza. He's like, I'm going to eat your pizza. I'm like, you fucking eat your pizza. <laughs> so he grabs it, starts mouthing that, ate almost the other half of the pizza, then puts down an entire, almost an entire churro. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about these churros at the Costco are like, what, two, two and a half foot long? And they're massive fucking, they're huge things. It's like 18 inches. Well, still, it's... it's <laughs> Just saying, like, you're like, you're like... Dude, as anybody knows, when it comes to long cylindrical <laughs> objects, men always overcompensate, okay? Anything that has that tube-like appearance... <laughs> I mean, that grew a good foot. Like I said, (laughs) ask any guy to measure his dick. It'll grow like a foot. It'll grow like a foot. But yeah, I got about, you know, (laughs) it's three to four inches from the ground. (laughs) So, um, but I mean, he he ate all that. And then he had a bag of goldfish that he had been munching on on the way to Costco. Mm -hmm. He munched on it on the way back from Costco, munched on it while he was kicking it out here while we're working on the damn mini bike munched on it while we're over at your dad's place mm-hmm. then came home and sat down and ate dinner then put down some ice cream and i'm just like oh my god and he pooped twice i mean so i know he's he's, he's cleared it all out because he, he he took he dropped it once at uh at a um, harbor freight and then d- did it again at your dad's house and I'm like thank you for doing it here yes <laughs> leave the stench that where it needs to be um so, and then, yeah, he said he napped, which normally he naps. It's like a two-hour event mm-hmm. to get him to go to bed. It's like a WWE yeah. pay-per-view. if he naps, we pretty much just agree that we're not even going to try to go to bed till 10 o'clock. Right, and usually if it happens on a show night, we're like, oh, well, tomorrow night's the show night now. <laughs> um, so, it, yeah, um, he's going to, which means he's just going to shoot up like another two inches which here do, soon. Which is no fair, because I just bought him new shoes. I mean. But you bought, you bought him big, so he should be good. So, we'll see. If I mean, not, he wore them today for the first time. If not, you remember that old Looney Tunes commercial where they took the tunic? <laughs> the can opener? Yeah, and they peeled back the front of the chute. Yeah, we'll just do that and let his toes stick out the front end. Yeah, wow. Well. So, um, we have some listener-submitted content. No way. Yeah, your brother submitted that article we read oh, before yeah, the yeah. show. Um, and then we also have um, Uncle Will's uh, ranty time. Don't have a sounder for it yet. Which one do we want to do first? Do we want to do the ranty time first or do we want to do the article first? Probably the article. Okay, let's do the article first. So I'm going to pull up my, um, my mobile computer device here. And we've kind of glossed over this discussion before, so. Uh, not quite as in-depth as, as this went. Not as in pertaining to academics as much. Right. But yeah. we've talked about the science fair before. Yeah, that's true. But But that was more from the perspective of... Teacher being douches. Yeah, but, but it kind of plays into the same thing yeah, because kinda. it's all about the fact that teachers are either expecting and wanting parents to be over-involved or the parents are being super involved and over-involved. Right. Over, 
So ba- basically, the article is, um, and I'll put it in the show notes, um, is uh, how schools are handling an overparenting crisis. And the whole thing goes on to talk about how um, there's been a huge, over the last, I'd say, I think they said like the last decade or something like that, there's been a huge like jump in um, just issues with people who are too involved in their children's life and they were just, you know staying that it's been there's always been that subsect of society that just is like always completely balls deep in, in the kids lives as far as you know at the controlling every little aspect of it mm-hmm. but that it's gotten to the point now where you're talking like not just like through their elementary school years maybe in middle school years but we're talking like all the way like through college where they're like they're sitting there and they're actually doing homework for the kids in college and all this bullshit and um but what they're saying is what's happening is by doing this, we're, we're, what we're starting to see now in the real world is this completely helpless generation. Um, Adults who don't know how to do anything. Who don't know how to adult. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, it's it's one of those things that reading the article, it kind of clicked with me. If you go back and look, you look at the World War II generation. They're called like the greatest generation in the world, right? They went to war. They got shit done. They helped take Hitler down. Yada, yada, yada. They came back. They rebuilt America and brought us out of the Great Depression, you know, or helped us finish finish pulling us out of the Great Depression and into a very prosperous time for, you know, the United States. Yada, yada, yada. Um, a lot of these guys came back from the, the war and built their own fucking houses with their bare hands. I mean, just these guys got shit done. And progressively as things go on each generation seems to less and less in certain ways just get shit done like that and so it's well and i see two a couple of different reasons for it i think the first reason is that parents want their children to be to have it better than them yes they want life to be easier for that their children they want life to be better for their children and i understand that compulsion 100 percent yep um you know catch ourselves in it sometimes you know quite a bit i'm the kid who got i got dropped off to school late every day yeah my assignments were never turned in i didn't have help with my science fair project you know um so when my kids go to school i make sure they're there on time and sometimes i help them with their homework a little bit more than i should and sometimes you know i (laughs) help with the science fair project more than i should and i i actually think that we are doing pretty good purely by lack of time (laughs) like like i think i would help more and do more things if i had more time right but i'm not given that option so it's turned out better yeah um i want to point out that the article that we read Mm -hmm. is um is a interview with two authors and one of them wrote a book called how to raise an adult right um break free of the overparenting trap and prepare your child your kid i guess for success and the other one is called The Gift of Failure. Um, and I can't read that small. How the best parents learn to let go so their children can succeed. Um, but the reason I wanted to point that out is because it's not it's not just this article. It's, yeah. There's a whole in-depth conversation being had by really intelligent people about how you can... Instead of letting your kids think that everything is bright and sunshiny, yeah, teaching them how to fail and rebound from that is very, very important. It it, it is. It's an extremely important skill because, you know, I can say from a personal experience of my own, if I didn't know how to fail and rebound, 
Um, and I'll, I'll add to this, fail and rebound, even if the failure is not always yours. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get sucked into other people's failures and you have to take a little bit of a beating for that. And it doesn't mean you have to take responsibility for it, but you have to know how to handle the situation and rebound from it, you know, and, and it happened with my job where mm-hmm. I was falsely accused of something and some other stuff was going on and it created a huge fiasco for and, and literally threatened my livelihood as far as possibly being able to continue to work for the company. And now I'm on the other side of it. I'm getting transitioned into a better paying, you know, very a job that, you know, they don't take lightly because you are on your own. You make your mm-hmm. own schedule. You do your own thing. So it's it's gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. But I could have sat there and stamped my feet and pissed, whined, and moaned and, you know, and, and ran mommy or daddy for help or whatever. And that wouldn't have done a damn bit of good. Um, but it it's surprising how much these people will get involved in a chil- in these children's day-to-day lives and and I don't understand the part that baffles me is I don't I get what they're what they think they're trained to do like but I I don't understand how they can't see if the results aren't actually getting them what they want if that makes any sense yeah like they they're they're wanting to make sure their kids navigate these waters properly and they're wanting to help their kids not make mistakes that might cost them dearly or whatever but in in and by doing that they're also completely shielding them from these sometimes painful experiences that are what you need growing up to learn well yeah that fucking sucked and i you know i shouldn't have got that credit card at 18 years old and ran up twenty five thousand dollars in debt because now i'm you know black mark or red marks in my credit report or whatever you want to call it yada 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 mm-hmm. and 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 um and it's see i and from opposite of you i had a very different upbringing when it came to my parents my parents would always they were always of the mindset for the most part, they would ask me if I needed help or they would, they would, they would check to see what I had going on, check to see what was, what was up. And then if it didn't jive with what the teacher told them, I had hell to pay. So I always knew I needed to be completely upfront and honest in my work and whatnot. Um, but they would try to like, you know, do you need help with this project or whatever? And I was always pretty much able just to get most of the stuff done that I, I, I'm one of those lucky kids, I guess, that was able to glide through most parts of school without really a lot of effort. Um, and, uh, so they didn't really have to get actively involved. So I, well, I, I, I tend to I take... was the, I, I was and still am the, the eternal procrastinator. Yeah. And when I was younger, and I, I think that's how I've learned to, you know, come in in the clench and just really get something done. Because when I was younger, I would wait till the last minute and then I wouldn't get it done. And nobody would know until parent teacher conference. Right. And then my teachers would be like well where's this assignment and this assignment and this and my mom would be like i don't know i don't do anything for her you right. know like and in her defense she was working 60 hours i mean it's yeah. not like um so i learned through multiple failures to at the very least be able to put in a quality product in a short amount of time yeah um one would think i would have learned to not procrastinate but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was I was a I, I was very much a serial procrastinator too growing up. Um, just uh, for different reasons though. It wasn't that I. It was almost like my I, my best work came if I didn't put a lot. Like I can overthink things way too much. I was over, and I'm a lot better about it now than I was back then. But I was like overly critical of everything and overthought the things a lot. So I found that if I waited till like the night before. Mm. 
and then just racked it all out then and then turned it in. At that point, it was out of my hands. I had no fucking way to, mm-hmm. to make it better or worse or anything else. And most of the time, that worked for me. Um, but because that's, you know, my parents were kind of like hands-off in that respect because both out of not, there was no necessity for them to have to really be hands-off, hands-on or in, super involved. And also because I was scared shitless of my, you know, what my dad would do to me <laughs> punishment-wise if I didn't at least enough to make the, you know mm-hmm. make the pass um and i don't mean like physical harm or anything like that just you know i my dad's a very imposing man when he wants to be and he can be very you know he he can assert himself in a room and i just never wanted to be on his bad side whether it was you know just disappointment or anything else i just didn't want any of that so um i would uh i would get it done and get it turned in and be done with it so i i've i've found that we have we we balance each other out quite well in that respect because sometimes i'll be like "Eh, eh, honey (laughs) can you let's she can color that herself let's back up a little bit you're not that bad actually and i think it's funny i don't do it with tempe no at all no it's more like ezra but it's ezra right and so there's times where i'll be like hey hey and I think you and I have sat down before. Mm-hmm. He's like, that diorama looks like shit. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> it looks like it looks like hell. And he didn't put a lot of effort into it. But you know what? His grade's going to reflect that. And he's going to have to live with that. But it's, because that also carry- it's totally the worst when he gets graded and he gets a decent grade because he's like, see, I did. And I'm like, oh, but you did such a shitty job. Well, that's but that's also a learning experience. I was like, you know, I'm like, because I actually had that talk when that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I had that talk. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You did get a good grade. But you know what that means? That doesn't mean that you were the best of the best. That means your shit stunk the least. <laughs> and that everybody else shit stunk way more than yours did. And I said, I saw most of these dioramas, and I'd have to agree with her. Out of all of them, it was, you know, as far as the shit sandwich was concerned, it was more bread, less shit. <laughs> but it still wasn't great. Now, I'm, and, I'm, and I don't say that to, like, make it sound like we have this over, this, like, unreachable expectation. No, for me, it's all about effort. Right. And that was my big complaint, is that he didn't put any effort into it he literally tried to find the easiest way to do it but there again is that a life lesson don't work harder than you have to yeah i mean and i have to then that's kind of where i have to balance it a little mm -hmm. bit because i'm i I look at that and go because you'll you you I, i was the same way from the outside looking in it always seemed effortless when people watched me do something i remember mm-hmm. I, I applied for a fucking scholarship 30 minutes before it was due and we mm-hmm. had to write an essay mm-hmm. about why we should get the scholarship blah, blah blah and i was like i had totally spaced the fucking thing i'm like okay you know what fuck it i'm just gonna type this up i'm gonna turn it in whatever i know i'm not getting this and i was not expecting anything because i fucked up they announced it i get the goddamn scholarship and the girl, one of the girls in my class who I was up against for this, she fucking like literally like rage quit the class and she walked out and didn't come back to school that day and she came back the next day and was still bitching about it. I can't fucking believe it. 30 fucking minutes. You only put, th- I spent fucking six weeks and she was just like on and on and on and I just looked at her and I'm like, sorry about your luck. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I could do about it, you know? Yeah. And, and the sad thing was is that I really honestly wish she would have gotten it because mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it was only like 500 bucks. It wasn't, it was, any, it was enough to cover the books for that course or, or that, that particular semester mm-hmm. or whatever. I didn't need it. I had fully, I was, I had my loans, my parents had paid some stuff. So I, I really didn't need the money. She desperately did. So I, I almost shouldn't have applied for it. And I felt bad for it after the fact. I really, I only applied for it out of spite because I knew she was applying for it because she's oh. been a bitch to me the entire time we were in school together. So I just like, you know, and so I just kind of, so I, 
it was one of those life lessons where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking show you, I'm going to get the scholarship and then you can't have the money. You can just fuck off with your little bitchy ass self. And then I got the money and I didn't, that's not what I felt. I'm like, Oh damn, she really could have used that. And I totally fucked her out of it. And I felt really bad. There was no way for me to like transfer it to her or anything else like that. So I'm glad you felt bad. I did. I did. Up until like, you know, a couple of days later in class where she was a raging bitch to me again. I'm like, Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I, I got the 500 bucks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you said, it's a life lesson. Some, I mean, it's possible that he's, he's just going to be one of those kids that, you know, d- does some of his best work when it's not, when it seems more effortless, when he's not putting a lot of, you know, yeah. thought into it. And the other problem I had with it too, is that a lot of these things that he puts a quote unquote small amount of effort into are the same things that I put a quote unquote small amount of effort into. And it's not because I didn't want to put more effort into them. It's because it's not something that I could do. Mm-hmm. I am not artistic or creative in the respect of like drawings or the dioramas. Well, I, I, what I wanted him to do was think of more creative things in his brain, not, yeah. you know, things I can draw or things I can build or things, but like in his mind. And I get that. Which but- is a powerful especially for him, a I, very powerful thing. I get that, but I, 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 coming from somebody who was almost like carbon copy of this little bastard um, from time to time, people would tell me, my mom would tell me the same thing, well, just think about it. And, and she'd like coach me through the, the, doing these things. And I'm like, yeah, when you're sitting here helping me, it all clicks together and it makes sense. But when it's just me, yeah, but it, so, my <clears> complaint was this. When he was supposed to do a book report on that one yeah. book, he's like, well, I'll go to the internet and I'll print off a picture oh, of this and yeah. a picture of this and a picture of this and a picture of that. Done. <laughs> That's when I threw the fit, remember? No, yeah, and I, I said the, he had to put more effort in I was it. thinking, yes, and, and that, no, that part I agree with. That part. <laughs> that I, is the thing I'm thinking of. No, that, and then, so on that one, I fully agree with it. But I mean, what, and this is what bugs me about schools is that you don't get these projects... For me, it's always made more logical sense that you need to you can you can quickly tell who's an analytical type, mm-hmm. who's a logical thinker, who's the creative one that's neither analytical nor logical or whatever. And I know it's hard to do because it's all overcrowded, overfunding, lack of or not overfunding. <laughs> if we only we had an overfunding problem, maybe but now that mar- mar- uh, marijuana is legal, just as much as a, as a, as it is a problem to expect somebody who is super creative and super artistic to come to my level where I'm at with my technical side of things and, and just be able to look at it. You know, I, I can look at a fucking computer and see a problem and go, Oh yeah, that's probably going to be this, you know, or I can visualize certain things in my head. Um, you know, when it comes to like putting a network together or doing this or doing that, I can, I can just lay these things out and then I can make it happen. And there's not a lot of people that can do that technically when they're coming from the creative aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, just like it's all, it would also be unfair to expect me to just go, oh, I, there's a lion. Oh, look, now there's a lion on the paper, too. I can draw a lion. I can't, my lion comes out looking like a retarded stick figure. I mean, I can't, there's just, I can't do it. Um, and so I wish there was more in school that was, like maybe they had different, you know, tracks. Mm-hmm. And then you could just put these, you know, hey, you are very creative. We're going to put you here. And you're very this. We're going to put you here. So but we if we're talking to... about raising productive adults. Oh, I agree. Is that not just <sighs> teaching them that, oh, everyone will cater to the type of learning you can do? Well, that's not really the way no, the no, world works. I'm not saying that it has to be. But I, I'm just I, I'm just playing devil's advocate on the fact that 
if we're raising productive adults right. rather than no, I, healthy, mentally healthy kids. Okay, I, I get that, but here, here's here's where I here's where I take issue with that. I like one of the things I dreaded was public speaking. As mm-hmm. weird as that may sound, now as somebody who's got a podcast <laughs> and everything else, but um, I, I absolutely and I fucking floundered at it for years and years and years. And even to this day, sometimes I still get a little flabbergasted, you know, flubbered up and whatnot when I'm in front of an actual crowd of people. Um, that's life skill. I'm glad that they kept forcing me to do that, and I had to do it as much as I hated it. Being able to draw or put together a diorama or those those kinds of things that's not a life skill. If I, I don't, if I it, right it, today in my here, here's and, a, here's but a, what they're trying to do is help you discover what you're good at because yeah. some kids are forced to do the diorama and the art stuff and they're like oh this kid could be very artistic and needs to be more creative right you know so they're actually but they trying still make you discover. feel like shit when you don't do it good enough and that's Trust the part me, because I'm me. not the artistic I, see, I can I, do some crafty type stuff right. decently well but not great and it was way worse when I was a kid mm-hmm. but I can't draw to save my life right and, I can't. And, and that's my point is like here here's an excellent life skill i know for a fact that i can't do any of the artsy parts in fact the fact that our website looks as decent as it does is a small miracle of you know just me being stubborn and finally figuring something out because that's not me and in fact the picture of us where the background's transparent i had somebody else help me with photoshop to get that shit done right um so that's a life skill knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at and finding other people who are good at the things you're not, and then being able to work out some sort of an agreement, whether it be a monetary one or, or sexual favors or whatever it might be. <laughs> well, I know, think that but, we'd be better off if if we, especially once you get out to like that high school level, right, right. if that could be something that you could do. Like, like I'm could, really not good at expressing myself through art, but so this gonna, is an art project. Who's good at art? <laughs> yeah. But then on the tech, when I have to do this technical project, I'll help out so-and-so with this yeah. and, and you know, that kind of crap. And, and so it's, yeah, that, that whole thing has always been a frustration of, of mine because it's just, it's not, it's like, it's almost like when you go, when you have to do the physical education and the PE stuff and they would play dodgeball mm-hmm. and, or as, as, as horrible as this was back when I was a kid, it was as we so lovingly, you know, called it was smear the queer. Um, we, you, <laughs> we never called it that, but I remember somebody older telling me that it was called that mm-hmm. and I, w- I was offended. Oh Yeah. Like, even as a young child, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. Even when I didn't know yeah. what the word queer meant, right. I knew it meant somebody out of place, right. theoretically. Yeah. Uh, in my brain, that's what it meant to me. And I was just like, that's so right? awful. No, I know. And, and, and that was just one, like, when you'd sit there and you'd, you'd be getting selected for teams and you get dead last and, 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 and so... And, but once again, have, having some of that, there, there's certain... I, mean, I know that's kind of sheltering kids from pain. I'm kind of rallying against that in a way. But at the same time, nothing I learned in physical education class has been applicable in my normal life. At all. I mean, because there was never anything about how to do a good exercise routine that would help keep you healthy. or how. Mm-hmm. There's lots of we should stay active to stay healthy. Yeah. But nothing like, you know, oh, by the way, your life is going to be butt-fuck busy when you get older. So maybe in the morning do a couple of these. They're really quick, but they're really, but they're really good to help with this. No, it was like, can you can you shoot a ball? 
can, can you run can you run fast and, and get the ball to the other end of the field <laughs> cool you're gonna be the football team grades don't matter anymore <laughs> or can you do this you know and it was just it I was, don't believe that physical PE does not serve a practical purpose in our modern day lives whatsoever other than you know well, pulling the weak from the field well, well going going back to my previous example though I didn't like sports I didn't like basketball i didn't like i didn't mind playing dodgeball except for the fact that i was usually the one that was getting smeared um i didn't like any of that stuff but i love to skateboard mm-hmm. now if they could have like tossed us out in the um the basketball court area where it was just because ours was a paved area it wasn't mm-hmm. anything soft or fancy and let us take our the skaters were out there and skate that would have been a lot of physical exercise we would have gotten our activity in for the day yada yada but that was considered destructive because we might grind a curb or something like that, and we might cause problems, you know. And so it was just if you didn't fall into those little cookie cutter of you're a football player or you're a cheerleader or you're this, then even from a administrative standpoint, it didn't you know you didn't fucking matter. Um, so in some ways, it's almost like a self serving prophecy. Like, well, why do you why do you you want to know why parents help out as much as they do? It's to avoid the mountain of bullshit they went through as a child. Mm-hmm. Now, does it make it right? No. But, you know, can you blame them? For, if you were looking at somebody who was viciously harassed or whatever for their lack of an ability to do a fucking chin-up or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, once again, chin-up, I have never fucking used a chin-up ever in my life to get me through, you know, an Excel spreadsheet or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, formulas. <laughs> One chin. Oh, there's that formula. I get it now. And, you know, none of that's ever come to... <clears throat> any fruition whatsoever actually fucking helped me in my day-to-day life except to know that I've never been able to do a fucking chin-up. Didn't matter how buff I was or how in shape I was at the time, I have never been able to chin-up. But I could still overpower most people in my age, you know, in my in my classification just based on my Hulk and stat, you know, my, my stature alone. So what was the, you know, the, the guy who harassed me about not, you know, their gym teacher that was like, oh, fucking, you gotta do a chin-up or you gotta get to the top of that damn rope didn't do anything you know so i was gonna mention the flip side of this overparenting thing is sometimes the amount of work and the quality of work that the teachers are expecting right would um and i haven't experienced that as much since we moved here but beforehand if it felt like they were pushing the parents to be over involved. And I get that a little bit from Tempe school. Like they want us to sit down and read with her every night. Yeah. And it's not, Hey Tempe, you have reading you need to do It's I have to sit down and have her read it to me, which I get that they're just trying to stay mm-hmm. active, engaged and make sure you're doing it. And at first grade, that's really important. But it also does feel like, like who do you think I am that I have 30 minutes every single day. Right. To do just that, not spend time with her, not be, but right. just be reading these, you know, things. So there's a flip side to it too. There is. Like sometimes they're expecting a little bit of overparenting. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and well, or the things that, yeah, cause I've, and you know me, I've always been one to, to buck the system or tell somebody to, to screw off and shit like that. And, you know, even like with Ezra, when we were getting that kind of crap when he was younger, I'd be like, yeah. You know, I'll have him read or whatnot, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like with his reading log last year, mm-hmm. I told the teacher to, oh, her, yeah. to her face, I said, just no offense to you, but he could sit there and tell me he read the back of the toilet paper package each day for 20 minutes. 
and I'm going to sign off on it and it's going to be okay with me. Mm-hmm. Not because that's the only level of work I expect out of him. It's because I know that I can normally if I need him to do, him to do something, I have to go tear him away from whatever book he is currently reading, which mind you are normally high school or higher level books. Stuff that I won't even read. Right. Like <clears throat> so I have no qualms with him his reading ability. So the fact that you want this daily log I will do it just so that the other it keeps the other kids in line and everybody's being yeah. treated equally. But I'm not. I don't hold any weight to this whatsoever because I know this kid can read. He can probably outread you. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not even going to. You know, grading him based on whether or not he does or does not perform 20 minutes of reading a day is right. like really. Like, he reads for, like, two hours a day. But I will say for her, though, too, she was very receptive yeah. she, to that. She was she like, understood. oh, yeah, we totally get it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, she got it. And so she knew that we were just kind of, we were making the, making the show to help keep the other mm-hmm. kids in the class in, in line and whatnot. Um, not that it was actually, like, it, she didn't yeah. actually, like, ever call me on the fact, like, well, he said, you know, because like, even, like, there was times where he, like, it said he read The Diary of the Wimpy Kid, which mm-hmm. is a quick read mm-hmm. for, it would be a quick read for Tempe. Um and so he made it with the entire series in one week's worth of reading logs, and she didn't question it. Nope. And you want to know why? Because I, I, she had already had a chat about it. She's like, yeah, sometimes you just need a break. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you just need it. And he w- went from the Wheel of Time, Fuck Me Shit, Sideways series, or whatever it was he was reading, where it's just like a mind fuck trying to wrap your head around the story, to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Obviously, he just needed to kind of wind down that week, so <laughs> yeah. we let him wind down. Um, but that you know, you don't find a lot of that in school anymore with all this... Uh, she also encouraged him to read higher level yeah, stuff and to push his boundaries and to push he, his limits. she and i had a conversation because they had to do a book report and he chose like this incredibly easy book yeah and they had three weeks to read the book he read it in two hours right i'm like no you need to pick a different book and he goes no 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 blah blah blah. teacher said this and that i'm like no 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 i'll talk to your teacher and she was like, no, I told, and it's really just a matter of communication too. Right. Like, I think that overparenting is when you parent in opposition to the teacher. Right. And especially in this case, she made it very easy to be like, no, I think we might want to do something different. And she was like, oh yes, we do. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so you know, it wasn't me coming to her and saying, no, 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 no. It was both of us coming together and saying, this isn't right. Right. And I think that's a di- big difference. It is. And that's actually one of my favorite cartoons that I've seen floating around the internet. And it came out in like a newspaper or something like that. And it was like, it was a, it was a sp- split panel and it showed the one, it was like 1955 and it showed the parents and the teacher chewing the kid out mm-hmm. for not getting their shit in on time. Right. And then it was like, you know, 2005 or whatever. And it was the parents and the kid yelling at the teacher for the fact that they, she was calling them out for not getting shit in on time. And that's in a very, that's a very honest, you know, breakdown of what it's become. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just listening to a little bit, little tidbits that uh, Mr. B lets out about the Sev, you know, mm-hmm. what he does there. And, um, and the stuff I see on him post on Facebook and whatnot, it's like, God, how could you even survive being I, a teacher I think today? it's harder to deal with the parents at this point than, right. the, than the children yeah. as a teacher. So I try and, not and it to used, be. It, that used, it used to be harder to deal with the parents from the perspective of the parents who were just didn't had no fucks to give and didn't mm-hmm. do anything for their kids to. Well, and I'm, I'm sure there are still those, mm-hmm. but it's just a different kind of beast. Yeah. 
because I think you probably have more and uh, also depending on your socioeconomic yeah. level, I think you're going to end up with more. And they address that in the article that the, is this a white privilege kind of problem? Right. And yes, <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's not a problem. Well, I wouldn't necessarily have to say white privilege, just, or, you know, yeah. you know, like you said, monetary privilege, basically. Um, yeah, well, it's like living in this town. It's, it's, a strange example of that where I see a lot of families where grandma and grandpa are raising their grandkids mm-hmm. while their kids are being complete and total fuck ups. Now I get that in the respect as like some of these people are like druggies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You don't want that, but it's like they're almost making up for the fact that they did something completely horribly wrong when they were raising their kids mm-hmm. Um, that caused them to be wrong. And I can't, well, you can't always pin the blame on the parents, no. but you know, it just, the, you, then you almost see this overcompensation where they're getting super involved and in all this stuff, but it's just like, or like when you hear them complain about the fact that, yeah, I'm, you know, so-and-so's fucking off again and I'm watching the kid for him. It's like, well, maybe. Maybe if you didn't come to the rescue every time. Right. Or maybe if you, you know, did something like, you know, yeah, if you held them accountable once in a while or whatever, they might actually have some of those life skills necessary to not be like this. And then you wouldn't have to be doing that, you know, doing raising a child again. I mean, more, more power to you and props to you for actually stepping up and doing it instead of letting the kid fall into the system or anything else. But still at the same time, let's go back to the core root of the problem here and see if maybe there's a different way we could have handled this or fixed it instead of just, you know, what we've been doing. So it was an interesting. It was definitely an interesting read. It was a very. Yeah. It was a very interesting article. I think I might read the actual. Books yeah, yeah, I think so too. For more perspective well, on I, it. I say that. I, I mean, I'll rephrase that. I would like to read the books. I probably won't have time to do that till like two thousand and twenty ish. <laughs> right around um, the time the kids are out of the house. <laughs> well, no, just until the point where Trent can wipe his own ass consistently without yeah, getting. I think that our, that's going to free up a lot of time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I well, considering how many times a day that kid poops. And you know what? And, and for anybody who who wants to say anything, there is the Trent is so much the stereotypical boy, boy. toddler. You don't anything that might be gross, <laughs> and you have to supervise him. Because if it's gross, a few times we've just we've gone out on the limb and said, you know what, Trent needs to learn to wipe his own ass. Yeah. We have come into shit covered Trent. Yeah, and just stuff everywhere. It's like, oh, okay, we gotta. God. I hope you don't get pink eye. That's why I can just scrub it off now. So, um, and then also like you know, I've watched him. Baby steps. Yeah, I've, I've watched him like you know pick stuff from like off his foot, like he stepped on a piece of candy or something. Like that, and he just, nom, 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 and he just, I mean, he's just this. He's gross. He's, he's just a big ball of gross. He's just a big, but he's such a cute big ball of I gross know. too. While he does it, I know. Like he, we um at the Ace, the hardware store the other day getting uh some. I had to get some screws or something for a cell phone knot I had for the car, and they wanted to get the um they wanted to pay the twenty five cents for like the three mechanics right out of the damn big thing mm-hmm. i'm like i can get you some mechanics right here for like 55 cents and get you like you know 14 billion <laughs> times the amount but no it didn't come out of the little shoot thing yep. and go traveling down so yep. i had him break a one Not the same and we did the whole thing and i spun it in there and then he goes he opens before he has his hands underneath of it yep. he opens the thing and like half of the pile goes on the floor right and this thing's right by the front door of this hardware store too and he starts picking them up and like instantly shoving them in his mouth i'm like I, no and he's like but they were mine daddy i want them i'm like they were on the floor he's like 
He blows him off and tosses it off like, fuck. All right, if you die from this, oh, well. Otherwise, you're going to have the immune system. You'd be strong like a bull. <laughs> so I, I kind of just chose my battle on that one. Let him eat the floor candy. And <laughs> but it doesn't... Let him eat the floor candy. And then there'll be times I'll walk in, I'll like, he'll be taking a bath. I'll step out for a second to get a towel. I'll come back in to him drinking the bath oh, water. Oh, yeah, he drinks the fucking bath water. The grossest <laughs> bath water imaginable. And he's like... <laughs> Good vintage. <laughs> this one's a bit nutty. <laughs> so gross. Oh my god. And uh, or when he licks people's feet. Uh huh. Yeah. He's like, I'm a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> the day that he got me was when I knew he'd spent a hard, hot day in sandals. Yeah. And you had just tossed your sandals off, and he licked them. Like, oh, I can taste it. Right. <laughs> like, Dude, that is so wrong. Um, yeah, so that, <laughs> I don't even know why, how we dove into that in the first place, but gross, big ball of gross. Why not? But like, all the time we're going to save, not, oh yeah, Trent, there you go. That's, that's all right. Yeah. Not so. wiping Trent's ass for him. Right. And I will say this baby steps on learning to wipe your own ass is a great thing because Tempe is doing a pretty decent job. Yeah. Um, well, she's also got miracle ass. I know. She got the no white poos. Yeah. I, it's those. like a superpower. I know. That that would probably be my superpower if I could choose one. <laughs> Never to have to wipe after a poo again because I could get, I could get, there was, I, I probably could have cured AIDS by now for all the time I could save off of the fat, <laughs> wiping my ass over the years. If I didn't have to anymore, I could just get up and go, you know, and know that I wasn't going to wake up to an issue later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it is, it's nice not having to go in there and, you know, because there's nothing, not only is there anything, nothing worse than wiping somebody else's ass and smelling their smell mm-hmm. and just like, you keep that in there, you know, I'm stay out here. We're just going to yep. separate the two. I don't want to, it's not like wine. I'm not going to swirl around and go, it's a nice 1998, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, no, I don't want any of that. So, <laughs> but I think we took the wrong approach. We tried to get Ezra to do it on his own too soon. Mm-hmm. And he never fully really learned what it felt like to have a real clean butt. Yeah, and, and so there's he times still has issues, and I guess it's a boy. Th- Everybody's telling me it's a boy thing, yeah. but like sometimes I'm like, really? Yeah, you know, there, there was a time when I mean, he sat down next. Well, he's to me. good now, but it. Yeah, but there was times where he would sit down next to me and like, get off my couch, <laughs> get off my couch now, and go upstairs and pressure wash your asshole. <laughs> what? I'm like, you smell like shit. No, I'm like, no, no, no. You smell like shit. Go upstairs and take care of this. It stinks. It's bad. I don't want my couch. I just bought this fucking thing. Get off my couch. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, don't overparent. You're you don't do your kids' homework. That was the thing that got me the most. Was like they had we're talking about college age kids mm-hmm. who their parents did their entrance exams, mm-hmm. did their you know their fill out the paperwork essays, you know the whole nine. And I was like, uh, I can remember the one time. The one time that my mom stepped into the overparenting territory for me, and my dad pretty much said, "Yeah, no," and it was I was I was super sick, and I had her call into my job, and and get in uh, or no, no, I didn't have her. She offered to call in for my job, and I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, fuck, I'm going to go back to sleep." I mean, I'm a teenager in high mm-hmm. school, of course, I'm whatever. So she called in sick for me to my job at Taco Time. Um, my dad found out, got, got wind of this, and looked at me. He said, yeah, no, if you're, he said, the only time you're ever too sick to call into work is if you're fucking dead or unconscious in the hospital, right? Yes, sir. And he's like, and basically said the same thing to her, <laughs> you know? And then my boss came in, or I went in the next day, and my boss was like, uh, your mom cannot be calling in sick for me. I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, you know, 
I, I understand that. And I said, no offense to you, but anything you can say to me right now is not going to be any worse <laughs> than what my dad just told me. So um, it will never happen again. I can promise you that. And he started laughing. He met my dad. He's like, fair enough, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, so that, that baffles me. Like, how that really? I mean, no. <laughs> That n- I never had that luxury. What do you mean, Dad doing my homework? I would, no. First, I'd be scared of what Dad would answer. And secondly, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know. It's it's a strange, strange thing. So are we ready for uh, Mr. Ranty yes. time here? Okay, well, you go ahead and uh, spin. I had to go to a different window here to do my things, and now i got to go back to the other window. Um, well, I don't know what you want me to talk about. Well, that's... That didn't go so well, did it? Well, <laughs> you can't just, like, here, talk. We finish a topic here. Start something new. All right. So, I hear, I, actually, I do have a question for you. Okay. We have two from him. Okay. Um, do you want to rack them? They're, they're both really short. you want to rack them both out and make them get his new content for next week? Or do you want to, like, spread it out and keep one in the bottom? Spread vlogger? it out. Are you sure? Because I, I hear that this week's is a gem. You ask my opinion, that's my opinion. Okay, if you don't we'll want spread, my opinion, no, don't take it. I didn't it. say that. I just said, are you sure? All right, so we'll spread it out. So here, this one's the second one he sent in. That's the, We're like a week behind on when he's actually sending them in because we were off by a week and whatnot. So let's see what this one has to do. Or not. Hey, guys, Slacker here. For the past couple of weeks, while the girls have been out of school for for summer break, I've been calling every day to make sure they're doing chores, they're cleaning the house like they're supposed to be, yada, 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 you know, da-da-da. Well, they've been doing pretty good, but last Friday I decided I'm not going to call. <laughs> I'm going to see what happens. That's bad. Well, at about mm, 10 minutes to 5, I'm getting ready to leave my first shit job and go to my other shit job. My wife calls. Her shoulder is killing her from work. She's all upset because this lady that we know, she's kind of like a second grandma to her. She's in the hospital, so she's upset about that. And then she says, and the kids didn't clean anything. At this point, I am ready to go nuclear on somebody. I'm so pissed off. I'm already pissed off because of the fucking job. Having to go to the other fucking job. So I tell her, just rest. Don't do anything. Relax. Ice your shoulder. Do what you got to do. I'll deal with it tonight. I go to work, I step into a shit storm, which pisses me off even more, so I'm fucking hot, sweaty, nasty, pulling all kinds of fucking orders from unappreciative dickhead carpenters. <laughs> so, on the way home, I text my daughters, we have to talk. I immediately get two texts back, what did we do? <laughs> I text back, you'll see. <laughs> I get home, they're both waiting in the kitchen. I walk through the door, put down my lunch bag, and they're like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like... Hold on a minute. I'm going to take a shower. So I go take a shower. I'll make sure I drag this shit out really good. <laughs> then I come out of the shower and they're both in the living room. Well, what, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, oh, I'm going to fix something to eat. I ain't had supper yet. So I go fix something to eat. And finally I sit down and take one bite of food to look at them. And I go, didn't clean the house, did you? They both start apologizing. We're sorry. We're sorry. I'm like, this is all I'm going to say to you. You better find out. Go on Google and find out who the head guy is over Lowe's Home Improvements. Call him and tell him to call my supervisor and personally thank him for making me work tonight. Because if you didn't, 
I was going to take your guitars and grind them. I was going to punch your phones out into the fucking field somewhere deep where even Bigfoot couldn't goddamn find. Your rooms were going to be stripped. You two would probably be in fucking shackles against the wall begging for forgiveness. At this point, they are both very apologetic. They are wanting to cry. Actually, they did start crying. And I'm just sitting there like, I can't believe this. You guys didn't even think all day long as dirty as this house is. At this point, they're like, oh, my God. And they start trying to clean. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's 1130. You ain't doing shit for going to bed early. Give me your phones. Go put up your guitars. Go to bed. The next morning, I get up. I go to work. I have to work uh, four hours on Saturday. I get home. Oh, my God. It's like the hand has been touched by Mr. The house has been touched by Mr. Fucking Clean or some shit. They have gone through like two little mad scrubbing bubbles. It's hilarious. <laughs> but just to be safe, I keep calling now every day because I don't want that kind of aggravation anymore. <laughs> so the moral of the story is if you want your house cleaned by your kids during the summer and you're not there to do it, make sure you call them. Make sure you call them all the time. Yeah. Fuck. There, guys. <laughs> Oh, I know that frustration well. <laughs> I will say Ezra has been on 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 his game about the last three to four days. That's about as far back as I can go with it. But I mean, the kitchen's looking real good. The, the you know, but yeah, it's like there'll be t- <laughs> there's been times where I've called him. Like, um, remember the talk that Jodini had with you last night, where she pretty much threatened to you know go all like the guy from uh, Inside Out and just rah, flame shooting out of the head. I don't want to deal with that tonight. I don't give a fuck what happens to you. I don't want to listen. I've had a rough day. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear her get to him to that level. I don't... I don't... If I have to fucking deal with this kid because of you, <laughs> oh my God. He's like, don't worry, Dad. I'll take care of it. Like, you better fucking take care of it because I come home and I'm dealing with it. I'm fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to take it a lot easier and I think I've been doing a pretty good job. No, no, you're, I'm, not, I'm not... I haven't been going all nuclear about stupid I, I, shit. I'm not, no, I'm, I didn't say it was stupid shit and I didn't say you were going... I'm just saying it was one of those things that... You know how it is when you have... Either you've had a really good day or you've had a really bad day and then you walk into the hornet's nest of the other parent mm-hmm. having like you know and you're just like god fucking damn it just once <laughs> just once I want to walk through this front fucking door and not either be like uh it's just gonna get worse than it already is or be like I'm having a great day oh fuck I gotta keep my mouth shut I can't say I had a good day no my day was bad bad oh bad day just bad no no it was pretty bad yeah my day was horrible walking on nails shit you know you just like look at the kids like just stop just stop fucking up just just stop fucking up so mommy's happy or so daddy's happy so that we don't I just I just want to come home there is something like really mm, it is a zerk on my brain to walk uh-huh. into the kitchen and have like just no- nowhere to put anything right. and like well and part of it's because our kitchen is so fucking it's, small it's really really a tiny kitchen to I have had with. I I have had bathrooms oh, bigger than yeah, this kitchen our last bathroom it's had like, <laughs> twice as much counter space as, as this that. kitchen I mean this is the most fucked up retarded design house I've ever seen like they gave us almost more counter space or more space for countertops and stuff in the laundry room mm-hmm. than we have for kitchen space. Mm-hmm. 
if this were my if I would have designed this, my my washer and dryer would have been tossed out in the garage right there in the front. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a massive fucking garage. Mm-hmm. Then that space that's where the laundry room is now, which is on the ass on the back end of the kitchen, would have just it would have been a walk through kitchen, mm-hmm. and I would have had so much more space. Mm-hmm. Just that little modification. Mm-hmm. If I bought this place, that would be the first thing we fucking do. <laughs> and not that we are buying this place. I'm just saying, if, I, if I ever actually ended up owning this particular house, I would get the laundry room. It would be, a, nope, not in there. Mm-mm. And I would blow it out, and it would become a walk-through kitchen, probably with a little bar right there so you could see into the kitchen. So it just mm-hmm. makes this whole area fucking feel more open. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've had apartments that have had, I mean, just, it, this, it's the weirdest thing. It's, like, it's almost a, it's over, almost an over 2,000-square-foot house. You know, four, but it feels like 15 or less. I mean, it just feels tiny. It's so weirdly, it's like such a cubicle layout and everything's walled off from everything else. And But that kitchen, that kitchen is really my only frustration. I don't mind the rooms. I don't mind the bonus room. I like, don't mind, you know, but even like just the kitchen. It just And then the way the, the dining room, you can't really do a dining room in the dining room because... No matter which way you put the table, you block a door. Mm-hmm. You're either blocking the sliding glass door to the backyard or you're blocking the door to the garage. Which one's the lesser of two evils? Well, during the summertime, the sliding glass door is unavailable because of the AC, so we'll just block it. But during the wintertime, we want to be able to have the kids go in and out the back door there so they can take their muddy-ass shoes off on the patio and then step in. And so it's just, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's a really strangely designed thing. It so. is. It's a really strange design. So, yeah, us. when you walk in and you just need to set down a lunchbox and then you go to, like, gingerly set down so then the entire fucking stack falls down on the floor and then you just, you know. Well, and it doesn't have to be that way. No. It just Now, I don't expect an 11-year-old kid to be a freaking, you know, house slave. Mm. But. Well, there's been times. <laughs> it'd this be whole, nice. This whole lying thing. The might, lying thing might, might turn him push into him one over to the. Um, but. Uh, he goes to school for, you know, a couple hours, then he gets home, and then he has, like, two-ish hours on his own before anybody gets home. That's not a lot of time, but it is certainly enough to... And we've always said homework, homework first, comes first, but also we're looking at your homework, and if your homework doesn't dictate two and a half hours worth of effort... And we had to put a kibosh on... He was reading for quote-unquote homework, not getting his chores done, and then reading for two hours before bed. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Nice try. Reading homework can wait till bedtime because we know you're going to stay up and read anyway. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, it's... Uh, but like the, even the summertime has been super frustrating. Like, has, oh. I remember one time I had a talk with him. I'm like, you have got to time better. I'm like, I can't... If I was home alone... And had the amount of time that I have, you have with these certain things, I'm like, from the sounds of it, you don't start your chores till after you get back from your lunch thing with your because we have the, they have the free lunch program here in the parks, and he likes to go down there and play in the park and have lunch. I'm like, so sometimes you're not starting. He's like, yeah, I don't start the chores till, chores till I get back from that. I'm like, do you understand that if you got up in the morning, had your breakfast? But he is. That was what got me. Is he was awake and had had breakfast. Well, that's what that's what I was getting. Those. I'm like, you got up and you had your breakfast. And you didn't turn Netflix on right away. Mm-hmm. You knocked out the kitchen real quick. You did the few chores that you had. You could sit down. I'm like, literally, if you did this right away, you could still sit down and have some Netflix time. Get up, get on your bike, go right to the park, do the lunch thing, play at the park for a couple hours, come back home, and then you wouldn't have anything to fucking do except read or play or do other stuff for the rest of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that is so much like his mom. But it would, he, that's not what he would do. He would get wake up, eat know, breakfast, I know, I know. watch Netflix for two hours, rush to go to the the yep. thing, come back, have to 
then he'd watch TV some more, and then he'd realize he didn't have any time left, and he'd rush through getting his chores done, I know. so that he could be sitting here and watching TV when we walked in the door. And that's the part that makes it hardest for me not to choke him out, because that is his mom. <laughs> because everything is a rush with her, because nothing is ever planned or set up or anything. It's always just a reactionary thing. So mm-hmm. I was just like that. I'm like, all right, dude, dude. So finally, I got to the point, like, if we, one more incident, one more incident before school starts, I am writing a schedule for your day. Mm-hmm. And I'm checking in on the schedule, and I'll be looking. I'll have alarms going off on my phone. At this time, I'll call up. Is this done yet? No. Okay, you're grounded. You're losing this. Is this done yet? And, you know, and, and he's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that either. It's a lot of extra fucking work for me, so <laughs> figure it the fuck out. So. Well, and I'm trying to get him, and this goes back to the life skills thing of, you know, if... Your chore is to do the dishes, but the dishes, there was only like two bowls and you got them done really fast. Mm -hmm. Maybe perhaps put a little extra effort into making sure the floor is picked up or, you know, like if there was a way that I knew I could make somebody who's in charge and whose mood makes my life better or worse, Mm -hmm. I would go to an extra effort to make their mood better. Right. (laughs) And he just... That's what, and I think he finally got it because toward the the last couple of weeks, he's made an extra effort to do extra little things that improve the state of the house as a And and using our little star chart thing we have going Mm -hmm. on here, I actually, I walked in after they had a really bad day. Mm -hmm. I walked in the next day and it was really amazing. And I made this huge, like... I started handing out cash when it was really good. But not, yeah, but see, and and I, what I did is I actually, I made this huge, huge... Just over dramatic. Mm-hmm. I like like where's that where's that dry erase marker? And I'm gonna say it in front of all the kids. And I, I need to find that dry erase marker. And they're like, it's in the drawer, Dad. I'm like, are you sure? Open the drawer. I'm, like, I'm not seeing it. Oh, there it is. This is a great dry erase marker. And you know what's really good for marking on the star chart. And I did and so I'm like and very slowly, like I'm just like really like making it look like I'm really putting a lot of effort. I'm like, mm-hmm. do draw the star out for me. He was just beaming from ear to ear. I'm like, and you can keep fucking getting those if you keep doing a good job. <laughs> You little shits. You haven't gotten stars lately. What the fuck's going on with you two? And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, Tempe ch- chewed me out. She's like, I haven't gotten a star in a long time. I'm like, maybe because you haven't been acting like a very good little girl. And she goes, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> damn you and your damn logic, Mom. <laughs> like, she was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I really yeah. haven't been that great. Like, she she hasn't been that bad either. So it's, it's that time. We're going to wrap the yes, show up. Yes, please do. I'm so sorry. I know. We're both exhausted. One thing I want to start doing towards the end of the show here a little bit is, um, and it's only going to take a, just a wee bit of time. Real quick, give me a couple podcasts you'd like to listen to. Uh, uh, um, I just found a new one. Okay. It's called Into It. Now, is it actually good or are you still determining uh, that? I'm only on, I'm only two episodes in. Okay. So, but I don't ever listen to the first episode. Yeah. Um, and so far, I like it. Okay. Um, What's it about? It's about, it's like, it's a guy, a local guy, mm-hmm. um, L. Collins. Yes, it's a guy. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> well, L is just like E-L-L-E, L. It could be anything. It I mean, just, no, it just threw me off. I'm just saying. Like, I, I met a guy recently whose name was Kim, mm-hmm. and he was a dude, mm-hmm. which is fine, yeah. but it was also spelled K-E-M. Kim. Kim. It's pronounced yeah. Kim. But I'm just saying, Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That was, but that was made, that was a point that was made to me when I got, when I walked in the door, like, it's Kim, by the way, don't say Kim, say Kim. I'm like, got it. 
Um, <laughs> so it's pop culture Like okay. he'll have a guest and then they talk about something that they love. Okay. Um, or they're into. Um, so and how I discovered it was because Rachel from Rachel and Miles explained the X-Men. Which is another one you listen to. Which is another one I listen to. Ezra does too. He likes yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. I, finally I gave him permission to listen to it. I know it's no, a, it has bad words. I don't, I don't care. But I don't care. Yeah. You know, for me, it was one of those things. He started like going off about the X Men one day, and I'm like, Oh my god, Ezra, stop! My our brain shutting down. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I've never been a comic book. I, I love the movies. I don't. Just, I mean, yeah. Because he was, he was like, treat me like I'm an idiot. Like I didn't know these things. Like, yeah. That's so far it's off because, in the weeds. It's because I know. we've talked about I it know. a lot. And, and that's why I tell him, I'm like, go, go back to Jody. <laughs> this is Jody's thing. Just go, do, or, or you know what? Skype with Uncle Jake. <laughs> Skype with Uncle Jake. He'll, he'll, I'm telling you what, this, this, this look on my face right now, you'll have this look when you're done Skyping with it's Uncle Jake. It's one of the few things that, you know how he can get so into the minutiae yeah. of something. Like it's one of the only things that I can actually get into with him. And like let's, we can talk for hours yeah. because I, I already, I'm already got a good, and he'll ask the right questions, which is so awesome. Yeah. Anyway. So those are the two, those are two good ones. Um, I found an Australian podcast, but I blasted their episodes are so short. I blasted all the way through them. And mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm kind of you're gonna make another Australian podcast. Very jealous that you said that now. I'm sorry, but they're they're <laughs> like they're really short. But it's called um, I'm gonna have to look it up because I just forgot the name of it. Um, it's Australian history, and you know how I dig a good history podcast. Uh-huh. Like, but is it like verified Australian history, or are they just saying shit that you don't know any better because you're a dumb American? <laughs> I'm I am totally a dumb American, and this could all be false, but I'm uh. pretty sure it's right. Um. Rum, Rebels, and Rat Bags. Mm. And it's good. I may have to add that to my repertoire. I've got a couple more, but I'll I'll save some for yeah, next time. I, I want to I do a few few each week and just kind of lay it out there. Um, uh, everybody, I, there's a lot. There's um, I'm going to focus this week mostly on um, the internet with Scott the Pool Boy. He, uh, it, it kind of piltered off there for a little while like he, but only because of the job and whatnot it was he was working some funky hours and multiple jobs but he's kind of also when he came back he kind of reworked the format a bit and he's tossed in a lot more either his music or music that he likes with some random discussion and he's actually for whatever reason he's hit he, due to his new job the times that he's able to get on this chat site and, and speak with these random people is is amazing and I've just always loved his, he's got a super dry kind of like delivery and sense of humor. He's like, oh, there's a penis. You know, he's like, oh, look at you jacking off. Good for you, sir. And <laughs> just the way, how awkward it's got to be for the person on the other side to have him sitting there like cheering him on for masturbation and whatnot. Um, it's just been great. So I've been listening to that a lot lately. And then, um, uh, let's see, what's the other one that I've been catching up on quite a bit? Uh well, those are the usuals, you know, geek show, you know, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but I thought you were wanting right. something yeah. different. Um, and then I've actually been listening a lot more to, I started it up, and this is actually due to a, a, a network of podcasts we're getting ready to form here in the, in between, with some other people. Um, I've gotten, I've gotten back into In One Day Radio with Sean and Jenny. I fell off of that for a little while. Um, and then also the Mark and Todd cast, where the guy, I've this has never happened before and I don't know that it'll ever happen again completely 100% non-ironic reason that Donald Trump should be elected president that I actually could agree with I about fell out of my goddamn chair when he laid it out there I was like uh 
I mean, he's, you know, and one of his things he said was, one of the first things... I he, don't know if I want to get into a political no, 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 talk. No, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a political talk. It was just, he's like, you know, he, he, one of the very first things he said is, I hope to God this... Uh-oh. That's a kid. Okay. We gotta go, guys. Until next time, try not to be your shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.